This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I've been thinking about stuff lately. I don't know, it's dumb. It's not really worth talking about. It's All right, then, listen. Girls like to get licked. That's not what I'm talking about, Paul. Guys like to get licked. Yeah, I, I don't... Wait, what? You lick me, I lick you. I'll give it all I got, you give it all you got. Uh, no... No, I'm not uh, gonna... I'm gonna spend one night with you. No, you're not. Uh-huh. Yeah, lick it up! Stop with the licking. I'm not licking anything. Right! I'm gonna vomit on you. You're afraid to sing because you think the cool person next to you isn't gonna sing. Then you find out the cool person's singing and you're not. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Welcome to Cobras and Fire, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. Today, we are doing an emergency KISS State of the Union address. So, grab a tall glass of cold gin, because we are about to prove that on the eighth day, God created the magic men of podcasting, Elsie and Baco. Abracadabra.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and a long way away from me, which is the way I like it, is the obscure <laughs> Loose Cannon. Loose, how are you this evening? I am fired up, Baco. I have a lot to say about very yes. important things. Very important things. This is an emergency episode. Emergency? What kind fire. of emergency do we have? Is this like a State of the Union? It is. It's exactly a State of the Union. This is a KISS State of the Union address. We have a lot to cover. A lot of things have gone on the last two months. And as uh, against my own judgment, we are going to Moonlight again as a KISS podcast. And before we go into that, before we go into that, though, I do have to say, well done. That's it. Well done for editing all the Sabbath episodes and coming up with the idea with G- your friend Gene and, and in general, just... Great stuff interviewing Martin Popoff. If you are coming into this Kiss episode for for whatever reason, you like Black Sabbath, you've got tons of Black Sabbath for all of October. So thank you. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a, a podium now holding like some kind of weird Cobra-shaped award. And uh, and I'm like, uh, I could, I, none of this would be possible without the work of uh, of myself. Thank you. Everybody have a good night. Yeah. No, thank you very much. Yeah, look, we share the editing all back and forth, but uh, uh, it was easy. You know, it was good, good content. We had four solid episodes of Black Sabbath coverage, plus a couple bonus things for those who uh, really wanted to get into Sabbath. Hopefully, we made people laugh and uh, we changed their uh, worldview on uh, Sharon Osbourne's sexual habits. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, can you can you share what we talked about briefly about how after you interviewed Martin Popoff and you sent him the link to the Dio episode, what you thought you, <laughs> you might have you might have said to him first? Well, yeah, I, 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 it dawned on me that he maybe has never heard our show. And that I was sending him the link of the show that had the snippet of our interview, not the whole interview, you know, because I, as as we just kind of discussed, that was posted by itself. Right. Anyway, I want. I thought maybe if he hadn't heard the show, if he listened to the the you know from the beginning, well before we get to his interview, we're talking about Dio, you know, throwing a <laughs> shot into Sharon Osbourne and. Uh, f- fucking Dio Cabbage Patch dolls or using them for sex toys. And, yes. Uh, that I, maybe I, I should give him just a little heads up on what kind of show it is that he agreed to join. Uh, but no, he had a he had a great response with it. Uh, he seemed like he liked it. So yeah, and, and we we advise anybody that uh, tells people to like our Facebook page <laughs> or or send them a link to an episode. Here, this here's a band you that that these guys are talking about that you like. Give them a warning. That's all we mm. ask. Yeah, I would say the opposite. Don't give them a warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they're fired. They're just playing it on their speakers at, at work. Yeah, who knew? Who knew the Black Sabbath would uh, really raise the absurdity of our of our chats here? Yeah, what, uh, Dio. Dio is slowly becoming our, another mascot. <laughs> yeah, he almost was made to be a mascot. But yeah, and, and uh, real quick, thank you to Gene Vogel for Mortificator and the Disciples of the Watch podcast for joining us. He did a great job. Yes. So let's move over to something with a little more pep, a little more pep in the step than Black <laughs> Sabbath, and that's Kiss. So, so why, why are we talking? What's going on in the Kiss world? A lot is going on in the Kiss world, uh, as we know. Tyra Banks announced a few, a few about a month back that uh, Kiss would be saying farewell and doing one last tour. Uh, and Paul Stanley has some new shoes out. Mm-hmm. Sure uh, does. And uh, Ace Frehley has a new record out. As we record right now, on the the day after All Saints Day, 
uh, they are floating around the ocean pretending to enjoy spending time with their fans <laughs> on the 8th Annual Kiss Cruise. And Vinnie Vincent uh, played a pre-party in Vinnie Vincent Ankh makeup uh, with 4 by Fate, which features members of uh, Ace Frehley's uh, um, band from his first record, Frehley's Comet. And, uh, well, all sorts of stuff. Bruce Kulik uh, did a show. Uh, the, the, he's on the cruise right now, as is Ace. So... A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. They've going been all on. over, all over television, performing. Ooh, well, oh, also Gene Simmons just won the uh, the uh, cornhole tournament on the cruise. Oh right. <laughs> oh man, imagine if those guys mingled. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Gene playing cornhole, playing playing a uh, set of bags, just just killing it, dropping it. Uh, he looks more like a, I'm sorry. He's more of a shuffleboard guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. What am you I know thinking? what? He's also the guy in the pool with a t-shirt on. <laughs> what about what about uh, what about him and bocce ball? That's that's a, that's yeah. a, isn't that a Jewish sport? Yeah, <laughs> you know you're going there, and I'm thinking he's probably making a sex tape with some uh, energy drink uh, sales <laughs> spokesperson. Got a lot of energy drinks on that cruise every year. Yeah, my lord. It, proof they don't though. Well, I I don't know where I was going with that joke. There no, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. So anyway, so we're, there's a lot to unpack. There's oh, a lot to, there's so much. So how do you, let's, let's do a little bit of structure. How do you want to start? What have they just announced? Again, they, they got the end of the world. Now, just so you know, this is the, when you read it, this is the final tour ever. <laughs> they had to add the word ever after it's the that. End of the, yeah, it's the end of the world tour. Yes. Uh, it's the uh, apocalypse of Kiss. The apocalypse. Yes. I, can, can I tell you that I saw the last U.S. date of the actual final? Was it called the final tour? What was it called? The, the, the farewell tour. Farewell. The, I saw the the final farewell. Oh, you, you were show. actually in attendance. Let me let me tell you why I'm going to say this is that it had uh, the entire. This place holds like eighteen thousand, and they had nobody in the, the lawn. Was all sectioned off. There's nobody in the lawn. The pavilion was half full. I had free tickets. And my point is, that was the original lineup on the farewell tour, the last mm-hmm. date in the U.S., which leads me to this. Now, this, they're going to squeeze every date out of this. They're going to go, what do they say, two or three years? This is going to start at Madison Square Garden and end at the water park where Vince Neil went down the slide. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. I get the joke there, but it does start in Vancouver. I don't know why I remember that. Okay. Well, anyway, that, my point is they're going to start start big and then just milk every – like the Lost Cities bullshit, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They just keep, uh-huh. They'll be back in Colorado Springs at some point is my point. Okay. But uh, anyway, so your, so there's probably going to be a stretch of this tour where they're hitting casinos across the state, across the, the country. You never know, as I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's where they say two or three years. Well, uh, do you, do you plan on attending, Luce? That's uh, probably the most important thing to know. Oh, I, probably. I I always seem to go, but it's it's. Uh, I can tell you this much: this is one of the. Quite honestly, I, I'm just not that excited about it. And, and what about you? Um, I'll probably throw in a, a media request on it, but I got a feeling that press for this is going to be pretty tight. So I'm going to say no. I mean, I, I I definitely won't be buying a ticket. Yeah, and we'll I'll go into what I'm more excited with um, versus this. And anyway, let's not get off track. But 
How do you want to start this off? The, 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 you just mentioned they, they did the announcement on what? Uh, uh, America, uh, America's Smart- Next Top Model, I believe. Yep, and then they followed up. They went on um, uh, the Megyn Kelly show in blackface. They, they showed up on <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, kids, kids say the darndest things. They did kids nice say the darndest there. things. Yes, they Love do. That show. They do. They do. Um, they really do. And and then you know they went on Fallon. They went on. Jeez, what else? Are, they, the, are you smarter than the fourth grader? What other shows were they on? <laughs> um, uh, Good day, L.A. I maybe I don't know. I'm just making it up now. Then they had that that reboot of Hee Haw. They were on. <laughs> I think they were on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> They're probably on CSI Miami or whatever, NCIS with Mark Harmon. <laughs> a lot of promotion is my point. <laughs> but uh, Every CBS show because that's their age group. <laughs> so of all those performances, there was something very similar to them. It almost seemed like I'd heard it before. <laughs> yeah, the, there was some about the audio seemed a bit anticipated, uh, uh, <laughs> like almost like uh, they knew what was coming next. Yeah, it's like it's like Paul Stanley. Not only did he have spray on abs, he had spray on vocals. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he he got a little shit for that uh, top model pr- uh, uh, performance. You know, but you know, you do are doing TV. I thought the the Tonight Show one was a little more embarrassing because it's it's like you know it's clearly pre recorded and and from my perspective I think it's all of it I, I think you you were under the impression that maybe the drums were live uh, he was hitting the drums but I don't think he was hitting them that hard but the 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 point I'm trying to get at is that like you know th- they're almost like trying to like undersell this it's like why are you have Paul I mean it, it still doesn't sound that good is all I'm getting at right like okay it's obviously canned vocals. But they're canned vocals that are <laughs> they're bad. Which is also, it's like, I thought you brought up a point when we talked earlier. It's like, why aren't they doing Gene songs? And I think it's because Paul wants to prove that he can still do it. Right. And that, that's the whole thing is that there's so much ego there. Is every single thing is a, I mean, they've been doing some of a variety. What, they did Love Gone, they did Detroit Rock City, they did... Uh, but it's all Paul, isn't it? I mean, the only time that yeah, James is going to is shouted out loud, like on a, on a half or whatever, and then that's he's auto-tuned. On, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. But anyway, so, so these performances, did they get you riled up and ready to go buy some tickets? They got me ready to turn off the TV and go to bed. <laughs> that's what I mean. I was, it was cringeworthy. And that's my yeah. point, is that it's just unfortunate. Let me, let me ask you this. You and I yeah. are, are lifelong fans, or longtime fans anyway. No, well, yeah. Yeah, lifelong. Do you, do you think, like, I don't know, did you happen to watch it with your wife? Did she think it was, like, I mean, I wonder what the larger audience really thinks when they see it. Were they bothered by it at all? I do think a lot of this, you know, micro, you know, inspection comes from people who have been, no, you know, very passionate no, about no, the band no, for a long no, time. No, no, I don't think so. Like, I, I think that people look at it and they're like, these, these, it's just, it's just a bit silly. It's just. The performance just isn't there. You don't think you, you, they sold a lot of pre-sale tickets? I'm sure they do, just just like just like anything else. But it's no, just, by somebody like I'm not going. I, what kiss? Oh, I love this on Fallon. I'm gonna go hit the open up the Google. I don't think so. I don't think people are like that's it. I gotta fucking. Spend I don't money. either. Well, there is one thing they're selling right now because they're floating around the ocean in that boat, and that's 4XL T-shirts.
you know what that did get me excited when I when they first announced this was uh, some interview. I don't know if it was an original press conference or whatever. When they yep. said, I think it was the uh, town hall thing at XM. Yeah. And they just simply said, "We are going to play a twenty-five, a two-hour plus twenty-five song set." I got a little bit of a chub there. Yeah, me too. And that was just like a week ago. So, like, uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. Nope, it's actually 20 songs now. Okay. All right. well, I mean, that's what? Two songs more? <laughs> oh, oh. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just got it corrected here. It's actually 17 songs. Okay, so same old show. Yeah, same old show. I mean, I, I, but it, it has gone from, what, 25 to 20 within a week, I think, with two different Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And it was very forced in like every interview. It was like, yeah, we're going to be playing at least 20 songs a night. You may have heard a different number from me <laughs> a, a little bit ago. Uh, that, but, but, you know what? That was probably the only refreshing thing they said in an interview. Something I hadn't heard uh, 80,000 times in my what, years number, of watching the, way too many Kiss videos. What, the, the number 25 was the biggest. Yeah, yeah like... like Going from twenty five to twenty, and then not like really having you know, it just 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 assuming nobody heard twenty five and acting like you know it's now twenty. I'm just saying, look, it wasn't it wasn't something I enjoyed, but I'm like at least I hadn't heard it on every Kiss interview since 1983, at least. Okay, so let me go into that real quick. So the the point that it got me a chub with the twenty five songs is thinking about Hot in the Shade, thinking about Revenge. Yeah. And and yes, the the reunion tour they did around twenty songs or so like that too. Well, that was one of the other things they said is that they're, they're going to represent all eras of the band. Um, I don't know if you want to get into this right now. We can push it to later. But uh, Paul, uh, I, I saw like a, a twenty minute interview with the band on some New York local show. Okay, uh, and he flat out said, uh, "If any any member who's ever been in the band." Uh, we want them to take part in this in some way. If they don't do it, it's not because we don't want them there. Uh, which, to me, I can translate is they're not going to have anybody from the past. up. Maybe Kulik. Uh, I think that's going to be as far as it goes. But uh, I think they're just trying to tantalize people to, to get sales. That's my gut feeling. Uh, Ace has made it pretty clear that he's only doing it if, if he gets the costume back. Not like he gets dressed as Ace and... Tommy does. He's basically the way he said it. It's like I'm Ace Freely. I'm the spaceman. Tommy doesn't do it when I'm doing it. Well, that goes into a couple of things that I really want to see. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my dream setup, but we'll go to later. <laughs> but 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 in general, from the some of the absurd. Oh, wait, by the way, Paul also said obscure songs are obscure songs because they're not as good. Uh, he mentioned that Kiss is a lifestyle and an attitude, and that attitude. It's a pack costs of dogs. That yeah, and and that pack of dogs attitude will cost a few hundred bucks. Um, Gene mentioned that they wear more makeup and heels than your mom. And I don't know, Luce, if haven't you heard? This is going to be the biggest show they've ever done. They're going to blow stuff up all over the place. Yeah, it, 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 it's. So if it's, you haven't seen any of the interviews that they've done, I've just saved you fucking a lot of time. And I haven't even read it. The only thing I heard. Can we go to the obscure thing while we did yeah, the intro? I'd okay. love to. Okay. Now, you say we're doing a twenty-five song set, and we're not going to play any obscure songs. Now, first off, that is not an obscure 
statement. That is an absurd statement. The only band on earth. Two bands. We like absurdity, though. What? Say we it again? like absurd we like absurdity here. I do, I do. But there's there's only two bands on earth that can play a twenty five song set with no obscure songs, and that's the Beatles and the motherfucking Rolling Stones, pretty much. Okay? That that, that everybody knows. For the average person that goes to a kiss show. What about Jimmy Buffett? No way! They're actually a Jimmy Buffett yeah. is is the is the uh, uh, is the kiss of a Hawaii or or a beach because he uh, I don't man. think he has think more than the four songs. Ice. He's he's got one song I know. That's right, Cheeseburger in Paradise and uh, Margaritaville. I don't he's know Cheeseburger in Paradise. How do you not know Cheeseburger in Paradise? That hasn't been thrown down your uh, your gullet over the years. Come on, uh, not to my knowledge. Uh, anyway. Okay. Pina Colada Berg. Oh, if Lapina Coladas getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga, if you have farmer brain, if you like making love at midnight, in the tunes on the tape, that I'm the love that you look for, right to me. So if you are going to play a a, uh, a set list that has no obscure songs, the only thing that that and these the, I don't even want to hear all these songs is that they play all the singles and all the 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 the, the classic songs in a set, which they never do for no apparent reason. I don't. Well, get I, it. But not only that, let me ask you if you ever experienced this, where you either at a concert or just someone who knows you like Kiss hears a song they know. There's at least two of their biggest hits that a lot of people don't know are Kiss, and that's Beth and I Was Made For Loving You. There are a ton of people who know the shit out of those two songs that are shocked to find out that is my favorite band, Kiss. Oh, I get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're playing hits that people don't even know are yours because that's who you want to sell the ticket to. Not me, who would like to maybe hear you play Mr. Speed. (laughs) <laughs> you know, because nobody wants to fucking hear that. And the other thing is, like, if it is 25 songs, I'm sorry, now it's 20. Oh, now it's going to be 17. That means Paul Stanley is basically saying in 45 years, four and a half decades, as he would say, uh, he's only written 10 songs that are any good.
Part of the Kiss Cruise is they do a thing called the launch party. I'm not sure how officially tied to Kiss is. There's a couple different things I saw going on, so maybe one is like uh, a Kiss-sanctioned one, but this one definitely isn't because it involved Vinnie Vincent, and he joined a band, 4 by Fate, to play three songs. Do you know, do you know much about 4 by Fate? Um, I know that, that uh, Vinnie has delivered a lawsuit to them. <laughs> I think you do how how far into the three songs he played with um do you think he was before his lawyers served them with papers <laughs> I'm guessing there it was before the uh, solo he didn't play <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um uh but Four by Fate, you know much about them? No, please describe. Well, they are uh, at least two members from uh, Ace Frehley's band from the 80s, uh, with Todd Howarth and John Reagan. I don't know who the other two are off the top of my head. Uh, I, I heard some of their original music, and it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty crappy. Uh, I, it's like I can't even imagine that they have a single fan that hasn't at one point in their life attended a Kiss convention, because th- this band seems to exist only for, for shit like this, to play like a Kiss Cruise launch party, to be at the Indianapolis Kiss Expo, that kind of stuff. And hopefully somebody notable will come up on stage like Ace and Bruce did in, in Indy. And in this case, it was uh, Vinnie Vincent for some reason. Um, uh, he was wearing the Ankh makeup. And I, like, and, but he was wearing like a Vinnie Vincent t-shirt. So it wasn't even like really all dressed up. And I don't know. I, what I said is he reminded me of that one friend who for Halloween just decides <laughs> at the last second to dress as Kiss. And so he doesn't put any effort into it. He just finds some makeup and does a shitty job. <laughs> and he just hangs out by the keg all night. I didn't watch. I couldn't watch the performances because I was just like, I don't want to watch. It was like, you know, like watching a car accident. So did you watch them? I did. I, I And uh, and let's set aside um, the one the, the one criticism, uh, fairly, by the way, uh, he got was that he didn't do any anything close to shredding. Uh, let's set aside that for just a second, because he also picked three songs without guitar solos, and uh, which seemed convenient. It's worse than I think even I would have thought. I, the guy, he clicked me. Well, if he's practicing eight hours a day with a half hour lunch break in between, uh, he's really not trying very hard. He's just kind of hitting one note while he pets a dog, you know, with the other hand. And hopefully the dog's alive. Uh, <laughs> alive or not, got, that dog's getting nothing about, nothing about fur all over the streets. <laughs> um, no, he, it was, it was pathetic. Um, look, one thing I will tell you this, I've always hated the guitar he plays because those things, they're, they, they don't stay in tune. They sound like fucking tiny little, I don't know, they're like, they're like a baby guitar. Anyway, he, he, he could barely pull off the rhythms. Um, you know, and, and you know what he to, can do. I'm talking you, to heavy-hitting songs like Lick It Up. But did you see that part where he uh, – he, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. It's like Jimmy Page with the – you know how Jimmy Page took, t- takes the whole bow and does yeah. the solo? He did it with a mouth bone. <laughs> I thought you didn't watch the performances. <laughs> I, I admit, you know, it's the same thing. I always pretend uh, like I'm he's not got watching. the old milk bone out there. He's got one of those like giant fake bones that you buy your dog that you know, like they gnaw on for their entire 14 year existence. <laughs> yeah, he's got one right. of those like riding up and down the the pink guitar headstock uh, that Billy Hardaway secretly buried a, a piece of cat shit in. But he has he has one that's been chewed on for the last 14 years, which gives an extra. Extra texture. Yes, yeah, they have to be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, it's kind of like well, it's the same thing with the peso that uh, Billy Gibbons uses for a pick. Mm, it really is. Yeah, peso be worn down. Everybody's got their thing. Peso dog bone, yeah, drill. 
chainsaw. Anyway, after the set, uh, Vinny fucked Sharon Osborne. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, that girl, she was in the audience. She's in the audience for four, four by what's it called? Four by fate. Four by fate. Yeah. Four by fate. She's, she gets off the voice, just runs to the the, the kiss pre-show. Four du- four dudes who who managed to pay rent and eat for a year on kiss convention gigs. <laughs> and their only groupie is Sharon. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Uh, you know the th- terrible thing about having a groupie named Sharon is you can hear her no matter what <laughs> volume you're playing. Oh my god. <laughs> that voice can cut through any noise. Oh, no doubt. Oh my god. Can you imagine her like giving you a list of chores <laughs> at home? Oh my god, the Sharon Osborne honeydew list. What do you think's on there? <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you what's on there (laughs) Everything (laughs) Yeah, Ozzy's got a honeydew list Like, Ozzy, don't fuck the maid (laughs) Do you know what Sharon Osbourne's honeydew list is? Is the Dead Sea Scrolls (laughs) It just goes on forever (laughs) Ozzy! Oh, and, and on the honeydew list, though, the thing that's unique about her list is that every uh, bullet point ends with fuck. <laughs> yeah, she has a, she's got a bit of a sailor mouth, don't she? Whew. Okay, keep going. Anyway, yeah, I, I thought the performances were pretty hackneyed. Uh, I, I really, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like at this point I'm almost be- beating the guy down a little bit. You know, I mean, things clearly aren't working out for Vinny, you know, I mean. I, I'm going to be interested if anybody's actually allowed to film these concerts that are coming up at Graceland where he's promoting them as full shred. Because right now this guy is struggling to do for Lick It Up. I don't know how he's going to pull off. I will say this. His solo style does have a bit of a, a moosh effect to it, so maybe people won't notice. But I, I'm, I'm curious if it happens at all, if people will even be allowed to have a cell phone on. Did, did you know that um, the Vinnie Vincent, though, his uh, guitar teacher right now is Bobby Dahl? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Do you think Brett's teaching him how to do the bongos? <laughs> He's going to have a whole whole thing going on. <laughs> Come in. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brett's bongo style is like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory knocking on your door. Do you know who uh, who Brett Michaels' uh, bongo teacher is? Is is uh, uh, the Amazon guy at my door? <laughs> That's a good beat you got there. He knows how to do uh, 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 a shave and a haircut. See? Oh my god! Another fresh reference from Loose Cannon. Oh my lord! You went <laughs> way back on that one.
All right, so a lot of stuff going on, like we're saying. So Ace, Ace put out a new album, uh, and uh, you Space Man. It. Yeah, the Space Man. Yeah, uh, we talked about it. The 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 future flea market bin album, <laughs> and uh, so you purchased it as you do everything. So why don't you uh, kind of describe your experience ordering the vinyl <laughs> online? Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Uh, I, I bought it on Amazon. There was a purple vinyl that came with the CD, and it had the alternate cover. And th- what the I got alternate, was, n- less photoshopped one, where he's actually standing there holding it versus yeah, floating. slightly less. Yeah, but okay, right. uh, I will say this: uh, hold even though I got the one that was uh, the the standard cover, holding it vinyl in, in real size, it really doesn't look that bad. It's actually pretty well done. Okay, uh, as far as the Photoshop work, I, I don't think there's any complaints there. At least on my end, but I got a I got the standard issue, which came with an MP3 download card, uh, which wasn't what I ordered, and the the, the vinyl was uh, gray instead of purple, which I don't know, I'm, that doesn't bother me too much. But again, I mainly wanted it so I could have a CD rip of it, not an MP3. Uh, the MP3 file that I downloaded corrupted Windows Media Player on my <laughs> laptop. It was that uh, bad. Yeah, I listen. I got to listen to it one time, and then Windows Media Player had to be reinstalled, and I just deleted the <laughs> the fucking thing. Um, but I, I I contacted Amazon. I'm like, you sent me the wrong thing, you know. And I went through the whole shtick and explaining what it is, trying to get it right. And they said they got it. They they're sending me a new one, and they sent me the exact same thing. So, uh, uh, and they didn't ask me to return either one. They made it clear I could keep them. And they refunded my money, so I got uh, two copies of it on vinyl for nothing, and I went to Target and picked it up for 10 bucks. Cobra Hack. Uh, I listened to the record twice, which is one more than I thought it would be. Uh, I thought Chris Sinzak's review was pretty close to how I, I guess I would assess it. It, it, it. The record was better than I thought, uh, but he does, he needs, he need, outside of the songwriting, he needs a producer. His playing, and actually I've heard some interviews with him. You turned me on to the one with Jimmy Pardo. He sounds a lot more, like the, the fog is, is lifting from Ace. He, he sounds much better. His playing on this record is much better than a lot last couple records, if you ask me. Now, I mean, he's kind of redundant in the solos, which I think you wanted to talk in a little bit with, because I know Sinzak mentioned that. But but as far as the execution, he he's got it. But the sound, it's like nobody's there trying to dial it in, trying to get it right. No time was spent. It was like flip the power on, play, go home. And it's it, there's nobody, there's no quality control in the Ace Camp. Is all I'm getting at from the songs, the production to the. Ma- I'm not even sure this record was mastered properly. Listen to me. I have a one word review for this album, and that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a soundbite, I think, uh, oh my God. For, for a bit. Any any episode that I want to throw it in, I'm putting in there because uh, <laughs> Your Wish Is My Command is a, uh, a, a, a decently catchy song <laughs> when it comes to that part. It's almost as bad as, what's that little uh, talk he did? In uh, something with the angels, when he's like, hey, what's going on, honey? You ever seen an angel before? I sure have, baby. Daddy, have you ever seen an angel? Sure, baby. Yeah, all I got to say about this album is I gave it two passes. Uh, I forced myself to go back. I'm actually impressed you listened to it twice. Yeah, well, I forced myself to go back to it the second time. The second time, I was like, okay. There's like two songs that are decent on it. But then I said to myself, Cannon, <laughs> would you listen to this album if you weren't a KISS fan? If somebody handed this to you 
and said, check this out. Would Bingo. you like it? And I, and I said to myself, no. No, Luce, you would not. And that's where the whole thing where you romanticize the album and you want it to be good and you find something that's not horrible on it. And that's how I re- make my review of this album, if you're going to be honest with yourself. So what do, you, what do you have to say about this album? How would you summarize it? Well, kind of tied into what you're saying. Uh, and it is kind of cool as a Kiss fan that somebody in the band is releasing some new music. I just wish sure. it was better. Uh, but, you know, it, it, wasn't an unin- it wasn't a horrible experience for me. But I would like to reach out because I had a lot of people. Because remember, I, I I just threw it up on Facebook. I, I took a picture of the record and I'm like, this was a lot better than I thought it was uh, gonna be, and it sucked. And, <laughs> I know that was a perfect summary. Yeah, and uh, so I had a, I had you know a decent amount of you know com- uh, comments that most of them were uh, were polite. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of people that are like, give it a listen. No, no, it's better than you think. Do all this stuff, and I want to just, I, I want to talk to the people that that are convinced that they like this record. I want you to just push pause on this program in just a second, and I want you to listen to Spaceman from beginning to end, and then I want you to listen to just the first three seconds of Speeding Back to My Baby. Now. How bad do you want to go back and listen to Spaceman right now? And don't give me this, he's 60 years old crap. I'm telling you, judge the music on its merit, not on, well, it's Ace, it's Kiss, it's, it's, it's him now. Baco, Baco, give him a chance. Give him a chance. <laughs> Make Ace great again. Make Ace great again, yes. I, you know what? I would be happy to help with that. I do believe it is possible to get a great record out of Ace Freely. It would require just a producer and someone to write songs. Your wish is my command. Your wish is my command. Places that you've never heard Seen many miracles, don't be concerned So few were chosen, it's a special gift I got the magic that you can count on it Believe my words, put your trust in me Don't be afraid, cause this is meant to be Just hold my hand and we'll take a trip
we kind of hinted at the cruise a little bit, which, like I said, right now on the, the day after All Saints Day, is uh, kicking around the Bahamas. A lot of, I don't know, I think it's about 3,000 KISS fans uh, attend this thing every year, something like that. It sells out, does it very well, and Paul makes pizza for everybody. Uh, <laughs> the, which, I got to tell you, I, we, I think we've talked about this before, so we don't need to go too far on this. The KISS cruise, I think there's parts of it I would like a lot, but as, as far as a cruise, I think the Monsters of Rock, is, it tends, from the stories I've heard, is more my vibe. I think the KISS cruise, like, I, I don't want to go on a cruise where, you know, m- me and Toots become best friends with, Ch- with Chikini and his wife, and this is our one annual trip together, that kind of thing. <laughs> Doesn't that seem like the KISS cruise has that kind of, like, couples who don't get to see each other except for the cruise they take every year vibe where uh, Monsters of Rock is more of a party. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, first off, you, <coughs> Monsters of Rock has a lot more jerking off in the showers. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot more, a lot, a lot, Monsters of Rock is a bigger sausage fest. I, I guarantee there are more men bringing their wives on a kiss cruise than there are like uh, single dudes bringing their girlfriends. On yeah, there's it. also very irritable captains that did the announcements, <laughs> if I recall from your reporting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of liquid plumber. <laughs> a lot of Drano. Uh, but, but yeah, so the, trust me, there's plenty of Drano at the kiss cruise too. Semen strength. <laughs> it doesn't matter what my favorite band is. I don't think I can need five days of, of, of that. Uh, uh, situation. I, I, the it, it, Monsters of Rock would be better just because there's a bunch of fucking different bands. And yeah, I the, and they're you know playing I mean? all day. I mean, all you can day. still get away, you know, and play a little shuffleboard with, you know, uh, the Paul Shartino of Rough Cut. Or, yeah. you know, you can go, you check out and watch uh, Bang Tango's drummer fall, or bass player fall headfirst into the drum set because he's seasick <laughs> from drinking at three in the morning. All yeah, sorts of fun stuff. But uh, but yeah, so on this, uh, I don't know if this was the night before or whatever, but I, I just want to give you an idea of of uh, why I love Bruce Kulick. You ready? I'm ready. Here's the set list. King of the Mountain, Unholy, A Crazy Night's Medley, which includes Hell or High Water, I'll Fight Hell to Hold You, When Your Walls Come Down, and No, 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 which I'm guessing is just the intro solo, Sword and Stone, Who Wants to Be Lonely, Thou shalt not. Fuck yeah. I still love you. Uh, let's put the X in sex. Little Caesar. Heart of Chrome. Jungle. Uh, all night. And God gave rock and roll to you, too. Come on. That's pretty fucking awesome. They did yeah, that. you know, the, the cool thing about that is it's almost cooler that he's doing it without Kiss. Because there's, I don't know, a decent number of songs in there that I really don't like that much. But in a setting like that... I would be just transfixed. I mean, I, I saw Ace do like Torpedo Girl into uh, Two Sides of a Coin and some other song that, you know, is not necessarily the best of his stuff. But at in seeing Ace do it was really cool. I'm talking back in the 90s here. Sure. Uh, uh, so something like that where it's just Bruce Kulick kind of like highlighting his part of the career and, and kind of hitting some of these songs. Like, I mean, I, I, I really don't have a lot of love for I'll Fight Hell to Hold You or No, 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 for, no for instance. No. But in that situation, I think I would be like, fuck yeah, let's hear it. Let, I mean, because, you know, and also we, we know that he can still, he can Play. deliver. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that, I thought that was a uh, a pretty diverse set list. One but, of the cooler uh, things about the cruise, I think, by the way, is, is that the last couple of years, I think Bruce has has kind of stolen the show. That kind of leads me into 
the acoustic show, which is pretty much a redo of MTV Unplugged, essentially, wouldn't you say? Oh, you have the set list for, for the whole, uh, uh, whatever, they, what do they call it, the sail away? Sa- sail away. Do you mind if I just blast through it real quick? And, yeah, and, please do. And hear your thoughts? Okay. Starts with coming home. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, from, from the, Every kiss the, convention started with that, too. Yep. Plaster Caster, Hard Luck Woman, Lover All I Can, Going Blind, Mainline, Flaming Youth, All the Way, Come On and Love Me, See You Tonight, and then Bruce Kulick comes out and they do Domino and Hide Your Heart, and then uh, Ace Frehley also joins and they do 2000 Man, New York Groove, Nothing to Lose, and Rock and Roll All Night. Thoughts? I'd be good with that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that that kind of uh, idea, I think I'm cool with for the mm-hmm. for certain dates if they randomly show up for this this tour. If they just do a couple things like that and kind of highlight the different eras. I think Ace is kind of there to almost be a tease uh, that you know at the classic Craig Smith line, "Kiss will always you know underwhelm you or let you down." Is, is I think how he says it. I don't think Ace is really going to be involved in any significant way in any of the, these, these shows that they're doing on the end of the road tour. Yeah, I agree. So here's, here's what I would like to, to have uh, in, if I'm going to go, this is what I'd like to see. Would you like to hear some of my ideas, what they could do? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Now, um, they say they're going to have a brand new stage. What do you think that's going to involve? It's going to be a clusterfuck of Love Gun, the spider stage they just did, and it's going to have a tank. Uh, that the drums are on. <laughs> you think the tank is going to be in there too? Yeah, the one thing. Well, the, I, I I guarantee they're recycling some of their old stuff somehow. Only because Paul said we are not recycling any of our old stuff. <laughs> Do you think they have like part of the spider in a uh, uh, one of those storage lockers and like part of the tank, and they just like. <laughs> Somebody just like Frankenstein's all of it together, and they call it something else. What do you, what do you think? What, well, what they've about, never what, done it to what, the extent that I've d- described well, it. But well, 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 well. what about what about if it was the spider, but there was actually a tank on top of it? Ooh, 
Yeah, put the tank on the top of the light rig. That where Gene flies up to instead of uh, uh, spitting blood. He spits blood into the, the tank uh, cannon, <laughs> and it blasts out over the audience. Right. So he could actually, plus he could take a rest. He could just sit inside the tank in his <laughs> ridiculous you outfit. See, you just see his fat head sitting on the top of the turret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. And then he just yeah, blood he just, shoots over the entire he, crowd. Right, because that's that's War Machine. So he can uh, just drive it around. <laughs> He's just driving around stage. I'm but thinking of like, in my head, it kind of looks like that Atari 2600 game combat. Right. <laughs> what about, or, or, or instead of like, uh, what, what about take it, taking off the spider and, and the... That that could be that could be like the Rob Halford thing on the motorcycle. We just he just slowly. It's a really slow tank, and it slowly goes across stage, and it takes the full three and a half minutes of War Machine to get across uh, while he's singing. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. Okay, so that's that's one idea. Hold on, I'm logging um, into fucking Live Nation right now. I got some tickets to buy. They said they're going to celebrate all eras, right? Yeah, both of them. Okay. So, you know, I'm fine with Paul having spray-on abs. I'm fine with him having spray-on vocals. So why not take it up a notch? And why not have holograms of the dead? What do you think? Yes? How about that's all they have? Okay. <laughs> just holograms the entire band. Just Mark St. John and Eric Carr just walking around the stage. There's no music playing or nothing. They're just kind of That's the whole show. It's, perfor- it's, perfor- it's performance yeah, it's like a, art. It's like a Tom Green joke. You know, it's just like, yeah, you, or, or with Sasha Baron Cohen, just something where just like a total, this whole fucking end of the road tour ends up being just a prank <laughs> on their own fans. What about this? What then about, I would know, be we- mad I didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> what about uh, instead of Hollow Dio, they have Hollow Saint for, for Mark St. John? And uh, and all it is, is is Mark St. John just shows up and he walks across the stage with a big inflated hand. Um, and like, like a that. hamburger helper hand on his left hand. Yeah, that's right. And like that is like elephantitis of the hand or whatever it is. And then Bruce Kulick just like like pushes him aside and starts playing because, you know, you played like one show. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. And Decent? He- Shoves him off the stage and starts kicking into uh, all night. 
What about uh, what about uh, Hollow Hollow VV? You're not going to have Vinnie Vincent, but they'll have him there. <laughs> Except it's it's the first hologram that delivers lawsuits endlessly. Yeah, it's how the the hologram walks around with Ritz. He's just got uh, like fucking serving. It's like here's your court summons. Like they, they, you know what? It walks around the audience and it's interactive. You've been sued, and you've been. Sued. It's like Oprah giving away a car. But what? Uh, what if the uh, the had all holograms? But to see the holograms, you had to wear Psycho Circus 3D glasses. Yeah, I still got mine. You had to actually still have them. Yeah, yeah, I found them uh, cleaning up the kiss room this weekend. That's good. That's very sad. Um, what about? Um, You're what, sad. Okay, so. Uh, in, in all reality, you know, everybody has their crazy uh, set list or whatever like that that the Kiss wants wants to play. But this is the one that, that makes the most sense, and I don't understand why they have not done it. You go to a Def Leppard show, you go to a Journey show, you go to whatever show you're gonna you're gonna see. These bands play the singles, okay? And it might not be what the, the hardcore fan wants to hear, but I get it, okay? Do you understand my meaning? I do, but I think Def Leppard and Journey are, are well. Journey's probably a good example because they really are a hits band. Def Leppard uh, has more, at least bigger than Journey. They they're a bad example in the sense that like they almost do what Paul Stanley talks about. They ignore a chunk of stuff that from their period that a lot of fans would like. For okay. the same reason, you know. But Journey, you know, they are. They're 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 basically greatest hits band, you know. So if you're gonna say you're doing a non-obscure set, here are songs you don't play that often that were singles. Unholy, Tears Are Fallen, Crazy Nights, Forever, God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too, Domino. I mean, mm. the list goes on, but these are the songs you know what I want to hear? I do want to hear she. I do want to hear "Watching You," but those are the obscure songs, and they play those yep. more than they play those. For the sure, hits. yeah. I mean, hello, Naked City. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you mentioned Domino there, and I'll tell you something a little bit personal: is that we uh, on on a whim, I decided that my band Jesus Christ, or when we did cover shows, was going to start playing that, and I got a lot of blowback from the guys in the band, uh, and I'm like, just let's just learn it, let's try it. It went over phenomenal. And I'm not talking like the three KISS fans in the bar got into it. The place liked it. They remembered the tune. It was it was kind of a... They probably didn't even know we were playing KISS, a lot of these people. Sure. The point being, it, like th- that song actually resonated a little bit more than I think uh, uh, they remember from that period. Because, you know, the video kind of got buried and it didn't turn into the huge radio hit. It might have had it been put in front of another song, but that's a different, steer- uh, that's a different story. But I think that's a great example of what they could be doing that they just have not done at all. All right. Let me tell you my story. I got a man's size. It's a big one. It's a big one. It goes like this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down below. Ain't the 
damn time I go through that door, it's the same damn thing. For that bitch over there bends over, ah, and I forget Here's my whole thing. My summary uh, of this is that I think that Paul is shaming Gene <laughs> for doing all these obscure songs in his little solo band. Like he's like he's like nobody wants to hear this shit. You're going uh, around doing what? I don't think so because I mean Paul was saying it before Gene did that, and it's not like Gene was selling out Madison Square Garden on that tour. <laughs> I guess, but 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 it's almost like him just saying like nobody wants to hear this shit, nobody wants to hear this, and uh, and yeah. Paul went deep on his solo tour to a certain extent. All right, all right, right. So uh, I said that mostly joking. Gene shaming, it's a thing. In all reality, this this uh, I'll tell you what would make me go to this show is if I simply want to kind of sh- just listed if they just had. Uh, if they're playing like almost an all hits, which to me would be kind of a unique thing to see because they don't do that all the time. Um, and they had like a part where there was a two or three song uh, shuffle where they would just in and out have a couple obscurities in there um, and that they kind of rotated through. That enough and the fact that uh, uh, they, they had a hologram of Paul Stanley um, and all pre-recorded <laughs> vocals from him. Yeah, I, I would be all in. Uh, well, you are a big supporter of the hologram replacing the the human. Um, I will tell you this: for all the stuff we could talk about, I, I I do think the the shuffling the set list should be a no brainer at this point for these guys, especially because they know they have a lot of fans that like to see you know five, six, ten, twenty shows. They'll actually travel around. Give them a reason to give give make it worth their trip. But I will I will also touch on this, and I've said this on the show before. Uh, and I, I will there. I have tons of evidence to back this up. There's one reason they won't do it, and that is Kiss has never done anything cool just for the sake of doing something that was cool. Yeah, I mean, and and, and I I'm actually totally fine with just picking a set list for a tour. I mean, Alice Cooper does it and it's locked in. But there's also with even the Alice shows, sometimes I've seen that there is a, a place in the middle that they flip them out. Yep. You know what I mean? Like two or three. Like the one I saw, I saw that like uh, 10 dates later, there was two random songs that were not the same songs. So even it, that when they say like that everything is wired to the pyro and the explosion of the show, oh, bullshit. You can turn that off for two songs. Yeah? Yeah. Well, some general thoughts then, Luce. Uh, we've had a lot of fun talking about it. And I, I actually want to comment on that just briefly how we always have a lot of fun when we talk about kiss kiss has been just a, a source of enjoyment my entire life i have an entire room in my house dedicated to them they will always be my favorite band 
I'm not going to this tour because I saw what I, I got my farewell tour already and it was good enough for me. As much as this tour doesn't do much for me, if it does for you, go have fun. I, I, I don't discourage anybody from ever spending money on music and then, of, of course, also enjoying it. Uh, with that said, I, I would like to say there are far more people on social media attacking people who haven't really done anything other than say, eh, not for me, as if they're like just shitting on them or something. It's like, look, it, I don't want to go. It's not because Tommy and Eric are in the band. I get why they're in their band. I understand. You know, I mean, Gene and Paul were basically like Murtaugh was when they first met Riggs. They're just like, I'm too old for this shit, <laughs> you know? And so now this is this is Murtaugh's partner after Riggs, you know, died. They didn't want to be jumping off buildings. They wanted to just sit at their desk and do paperwork and retire. And so that's why we have Tommy and Eric in there. They're just, they're more reliable. They're going to show up. They're, they're going to be on time. They're going to do their job. Uh, and, and it's just a lot easier. It's a lot easier to maintain, is all I'm getting at. It's also very less exciting for me. The, the shows are very plotty. Uh, the, the 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 sound isn't there. Paul's voice is an issue for me, uh, but that doesn't mean anybody else shouldn't go and not. Ha- I guarantee this going to be a very well produced show. I, I, if you pay your money and you sit in your seat and you watch it, you're probably going to have a blast. Uh, but I just want to tell all these people, you know what? It's okay that you want to go and that you want to have it. But don't pretend that everybody who has a dissenting opinion is attacking you because that's stupid. I saw somebody say true fans won't say this. Uh, you, These people, like, they, they don't appreciate what Kiss has done for them. Look, you know what? Kiss didn't fucking you know, pay off my mortgage. All right, they, 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 they did. I didn't get a kidney from Paul Stanley. And, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, okay, they were Do a you know that kidney, the kidney would have a spray tan? I did get a kidney from Vinnie Vincent, but uh, it uh, my body rejected it. <laughs> As it should. Yes, of course. <laughs> As is tradition. But no, that's well, that, that's kind of my general feelings on this whole thing, Louis. I, I I just it just doesn't do much for me. I mean, it, and that's okay. I think. It to me, it just seems like one more tour, and uh, I, I re- really wish it was more. But you know, I saw him in Colorado Springs in 2016, um, and is it was the first show that I left a little bit early. You know what I mean? I think yep. I mentioned that. Like, Yeah, we I've talked never... about it on the show. Right, yeah. So, so you know, I mean, uh, Paul did talk about his favorite dinosaur and things like that. and um, The Lickalotopus? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's what it was, yes, uh, and everything like that. You know, nothing like Grandpa talking about that on stage. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see that this show being any much different than what I saw as far as the... The energy level, and that's yeah. We'll we'll see. It, it mean, doesn't is. start for a few months. Maybe they'll they'll deliver a little bit harder than we think they will. But I don't know. What about a free pair of Paul Stanley Pumas for everybody? Everybody bought a ticket. <laughs> uh sure. I, I, I'm trying to figure out how that would work when you show up. You just you have to get rid of your current shoes, or you put them around your neck. <laughs> or how's that? That's that's a lie. I mean, even if you, uh, you have to put free... your shoe size in on uh, when you're ordering your tickets. Uh, yeah, can you imagine just lining people up like like in a bowling alley, <laughs> sizing them, sizing them? Can you just imagine like eh, these twelve fit pretty good? Can you give me a twelve and a half on the Paul Stanley? Oh this yeah, is just a yeah your fit's not quite right. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, let's get out of here, Lewis. What do you say? Yes, Rock's not dead. It's a hundred thousand years old and still alive.